the Drunk on Light podcast, the podcast that is here to remind you that there is always light at the end of the tunnel, even in the darkest of moments, to tell you that you are not alone. This podcast is for the creative who wants to share their passion with the world, for the feminist who is looking for a community of badass women, for the one who is healing, for the light worker who wants to heal the world, and for the one who loves all things spirituality. I'm your host, Aisha Noor, and I'm a poet, mental health advocate, feminist, and spiritual junkie. Together, we'll be breaking barriers, smashing stigmas, learning light lessons, and keeping it real. and welcome back to the Drunk on Light podcast. Today is going to be, well, not super different in the sense that I'm talking to myself or by myself. I'm solo casting today. But it's just very much a share rather than a lesson. I've been having like really bad anxiety since last night and it's stemming from this place of I booked myself a yoga retreat as a birthday gift to myself and it's tomorrow but the whole week I've just been really ill I've had a terrible flare-up and these flare-ups are usually triggered by extreme stress and while I've had other contributing factors I've noticed a pattern over the last year or two is that when I have something that I'm socially anxious about or any new experience or even an experience of like meeting people I've met thousands of times and people that I like, it still happens. And I get so nervous and worked up prior to like the event or thing that I'm going to that I'll fall severely ill and just be in pain and barely be able to get out of bed. It almost renders the event worthless. It's like, what is the point of going to these things or trying to do these things for myself if I fall so sick? It's like, it sucks the joy out of it and it makes it really, really difficult. Well, the thing is with social anxiety, so far the only sort of treatment that I have had or have done is exposure therapy. And while that has worked in some aspects of my life, like I can go to the movies by myself now, great. (laughs) I still can't do a lot of things that I want to do without falling severely ill, which is why last minute plans work really well for me. And last night I just, you know, majorly flipped out. And then I got upset with myself about flipping out. Like I started hating on myself, even though, you know, logically I know that it's okay. I'm only human. And despite everything that's been going on this week, I've been managing, but for some reason, this like anxiety relapse last night um, just put me over the edge. And I was just like, I hate myself and feeling really shitty. And even though I know that's not at all helpful, I just hated what was happening. And there's like two parts to this. While I understand that anxiety is fear talking and, you know, the fear is based from the ego, it's trying to you know, it could potentially be the ego trying to keep me from doing things that are good for me and that are aligned with my highest self. But at the same time, I've very much been working on 
listening to my body and if I'm falling so severely ill, if the stress is so severe that I'm just in pain for days, then I, I don't know, like, is my body saying that, hey, you know what, <laughs> take your break, don't do it, like, you did your best, um, but it's not for you right now, and that's not to say that the yoga retreat is bad, obviously, in any other context or from anyone else's perspective, a yoga retreat would be, like, the best thing ever, but it just does not seem to be working for me, and maybe I should just take a break. I mean, just not go, but everyone in my life is just saying, go, it'll be good for you. But it's like, but my body is saying something else. And I very much understand so that sometimes you let your anxiety speak for you. And what sounds like um, an intuitive hit is actually the anxiety talking. But in this situation, it's like, I'm trying to push through the anxiety and I'm just exhausted. And because it's triggering the pain and the chronic illness and it's just making all of this stuff be very not fun which kind of brings me to the next point is that I realized that I'm like you know what I am not doing this anymore like I physically cannot I mean I mean probably could cope with more pain but I don't want to <laughs> like I've worked so hard I don't want to like have something that seems so minor compared to all my other mental illnesses like social anxiety like just in name compared to like health anxiety or depression or borderline personality disorder or eating disorder, whatever seems so minor. But, you know, clearly mine is so severe that every time something new comes into my life, I fall physically ill. Um, I just haven't been treating it as like a serious problem. I've just been putting it on the back burner like, oh, it's just social anxiety. You know, there's nothing that can be done. But I think that I can heal this in a way or I should be able to heal it enough that like I can have a better quality of life because this is ridiculous. And it's not to say that yoga retreats or traveling or whatever isn't for me. I think it's just that it's not for me right now. And it's the same with my physical health. Hopefully one day I'll be able to reverse my condition, but it's um, that's not happening right now. It's not happening overnight. And I've only known about this condition for all of like three months. So you know, after six years of having no idea what the fuck was going on three months ago, I got a diagnosis that finally, finally made sense. And even then, that's just a primary diagnosis. There's something else going on, which we have no fucking clue what it is. So yeah, I'm just been trying my best. I guess the point of all of this, other than to vent, is just this is to say that sometimes, just because something might seem like good in general does not necessarily mean that it's good for you because in any situation you could look in any situation you could look at the general overview um like the general idea of it and you would see okay yoga retreat clearly it's good um smoking bad for your lungs like that but you don't know every individual's like story and their conditions and their limitations and their just what they can and cannot do and so while a yoga retreat in the middle of the desert might seem awesome and I thought it was um, maybe it just it's not good for me right now just like you know when you are having a tr you're having problems with friends and you keep 
them in your life longer than necessary because you're like this person is a good person and you know that they're they have good qualities and things for people to admire in them um but at the end of the day you're being hurt and that's what's important it's important to protect yourself and it doesn't because you choose to let go of them or let them leave your life it doesn't mean that they are a bad person in general it just means that they are not good for you at this point in your life because people come in and out of your life for different reasons some to teach you lessons positive ones some to teach you you know hard lessons through challenges through hurt through pain um and there's this quote that my brother's always saying that you know life is like a train some people get on and then get off a few stops later and others stay till the last stop there not everyone is meant to stay otherwise you know that train will get crazy full and you will all be suffocating yeah so i guess point of this is just listen to yourself and trust yourself and just weigh the pros and cons and if it's really not worth it then it's not worth it and you know know your own story and your truth mine being that I have pushed through anxiety so many times the social anxiety and gone and sometimes it's been so worth it and other times it's been well, frankly, it has sucked. You know, it's not been worth it. And there's always the aspect of, oh, I paid for this trip, so my money's gonna go to waste. But really, at this point, who gives a fuck about the money? Because if you're going and you're miserable, then essentially the money would have gone to waste anyways. It, de- it would have defeated the entire purpose of going. And last night I was doing this from a place of like, Last night I was saying I didn't want to go from a place of fear and frustration and anger. Whereas today I'm actually calm and I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, it's not worth it to me because I tried to do the self-care thing this morning. I woke up early. I had my usual breakfast smoothie. Um, I went to the beach for a walk. I journaled. I meditated. I walked in the water while listening to some of my favorite podcasts and I felt really good and then on the way back I stopped by the cafe nearby and I had french fries and a pink lemonade because well I was feeling comfort food and I've been working on not feeling guilt about eating the things that my body's craving so you know major win on all of those fronts like you know a I left the house b I did like three self-care things and c I fed my body what it wanted without guilt So that's a lot of wins, Um, but it's so overshadowed by this overlying anxiety that I can't see those things. And you know what? That's pretty great. I left the fucking house. Like a year ago, I barely left the house, like once a month, if that. So it doesn't have to be, I don't think it has to be a huge win of like go to a yoga retreat because I'd be going just for the sake of being able to say, hey, I did it. I beat my anxiety and not like, uh, oh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, maybe I, I would have, but it would just be for the sake of saying that. And I think that would be a lose in this situation because 
I wouldn't be doing what's right for me. What I like know deep down is right for me. I would be doing what everyone is saying is right for me and what society would like say is right for you. Like you paid for something, go fucking do it kind of thing. Anyways, I was saying, I did all the self-care stuff in the morning, but the anxiety was too strong and I came home and now I'm sick again and like crazy bloated, crazy in pain and yeah, just super uncomfortable. And I just had like all of these thoughts floating around in my head and I was trying to record like an Instagram story. But I'm like, you know what, let me just podcast it because it's like a lot listen to yourself and what feels right and always do make a point to differentiate between is it the fear or the ego or the anxiety talking or is it my intuition and then even despite that um really weigh your pros and cons and even if it's something that you really want to do if it's not good for you in this moment then don't do it and that is perfectly okay and there's so many things that can make you feel guilty like money and having paid for something already but it's okay to just not do those things there'll come a time when you might be able to do those things without a second thought and that would be amazing but just really listen to yourself do what's right for you and there's no guilt in that or there shouldn't be and that's not easy it's something you know we can work on together but just be kind to yourself because I was even telling myself when I was feeling mad at myself that you know what that is not helpful and I think it's important that we need to also honor the little wins the little successes the little triumphs because more little 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 things added up over a long period of time I think impact us in a greater way than just one huge event like hugely successful event and for those of you who also have social anxiety like me I just want you to know that it is so very 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 real and you are not alone and while it may seem like it's a small thing, it really isn't. And that it can be just as painful or scary or extreme as any other kind of anxiety or any other or mental illness. And you shouldn't have to feel like it's not valid enough to be treated. Or you shouldn't talk about it in a mental health space because it's not severe enough to be considered an issue. Social anxiety is so real. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time.